Um, Michael Hall. Yeah, and uh, Emilio Estevez, like everyone. Evil dies tonight. (laughs) (laughs) That part in the movie when he's just like, evil Evil dies tonight. It was like, you're a nerd. Nerd on. What is everyone? Welcome to Nerd on the podcast. You didn't need, but you deserve. Where all levels of nerd are welcome. We cover a lot of stories from film, TV, games, comics, and anything that, for our namesake, gives us a raging nerd on. Today, we are giving ourselves some guidelines to highlight stories that have brought us together with a sense of belonging to a community or a tribe. Our marquee topic is Ensemble Films Are Us. Before we get too far into it, I'm Corey. (laughs) I'm Tom. I'm Josh. (laughs) What's going on, everybody? <laughs> and this like, episode is brought to you by the Nerd on Nation, powered by Patreon. Patreon. As a member of the Nerd on Nation, you do get fun perks. Like you get bonus episodes that nobody else hears. Like Owner the episodes. extra, the minutes. Uh, you get early access to these episodes. You get early access to merch. You go on. You, you, just, you look like on. you're like you're going he for is. your nipples. And I'm like, go on. Okay. This is what gets me hyped for these merch. Okay. And you get access to... I don't to, want to be here anymore. <laughs> to private channels on our super public Discord server. Join the community over there. Join the Nerd on Nation. You get to be a part of a dope group, but you also get to support us in uh, making this content for you and more and better. All that good stuff. So check it out. Nerdon.tv. Support us. I barely knew her. <laughs> no. No. Let me grab your nipple. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so check it out, nerdon.tv backslash Patreon. And do check out that Discord, nerdon.tv backslash Discord. What other housekeeping do we have, Tom? Well, you know. We uh, didn't get a, a shout out to. Uh, you Ozzie. really wanted to do the thing. I, yeah. I was just going to like. That was yeah, going to be the next thing know, after. after, after you know, but it, now that we're here, yeah. we're in this awkward moment. <laughs> Let's just embrace the suck and say, <laughs> yeah, not sucky things. A honorable mention to Apogee, Odyssey, and Embody. Embody, Adi, 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 Embody, Adi. Yeah, you happy, Corey? Yeah, <laughs> we need to. We need to get out of the the, the forest here. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of getting out of forests, um, well, we can trim yours with some gobble gobble nerds. See? Support for Nerd On is brought right, to you by Manscaped, who is the best in the world's. Uh, below the waist grooming champions. Uh, Manscaped offers precision precision engineered tools for your family jewels. Tis the season to be thankful for our many gifts and privileges, like the best tools for our grooming needs. Join over 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer to carve our turkeys with 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code NERDON at manscaped.com. It's so gentle, it doesn't carve your turkey. Exactly. It carves <laughs> just what you want. Just the feathers. Just the feathers. <laughs> So you can enjoy that skin because the skin's the best part of the turkey for me. I love skin. The, uh, these are us episodes <laughs> are just <They're> different. <laughs> they come and they hit hard and they hit differently. Yeah. Anyway, but it hits good. How do I get that discount, Tom? Uh, with twenty percent off at manscaped.com with code NerdOn. Thank you. And worldwide shipping. And worldwide shipping, baby. Boom. My turkey's really good. So if you haven't guessed, this is an RS episode, <laughs> and we just kind of go off the cuff, and we talk about- Yeah, if you didn't guess by reading the title and or when I said it. Yeah. yeah. It's an RS episode. Yeah. 
It's an RS episode. We maybe they didn't know. Maybe they're using the manscape and shaving. And, you know, they was like, oh, no, because listening. it's so quiet, they would have heard it. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're talking about ensemble movies. Yeah. RS, to be specifically. Be specifically. Or films if you're that kind of person. Yeah. Um, According to the interwebs, Mm. an ensemble cast is one which is composed of multiple principal actors and performers who are typically assigned roughly, roughly equal amounts of screen time. That being said, uh, I think it'd be a really good way to kind of start off with us breaking down our, our thoughts a little bit of ensemble film slash movies and kind of why they have, you know, uh, why, why we talk about them differently than non-ensemble films. Um, I want to go and go first and say, do the uh, thing. Um, yeah, these are the kind of, you know, these ensemble movies, these are the movies that you don't need, you know, an origin story for every character. Yeah. So, you know, you just enjoy it. You can just watch it and be like, I'm going to get as many characters as they could possibly shove down my throat. And I'm okay with that. And then they're going to, you know, shine all equally. Uh, to me, I really like them because there's not really ever a main character. But there is someone that's like, oh, you're that person in the group when you're watching with your friends. You're like, you're yeah. that one. You're that one. You're the audience surrogate. The archetypes and Well, even then, like, you know, like a movie particular like Ocean's Eleven. Like, are you the, the talker? Are you the acrobat? Oh, I see what you're are saying. You the, yeah. you know, like, who's who in, the, in these situations? In your friend yeah. groups? Right? Not like, and, and that's typically what happens in like those more dramatic or or superhero-esque movies where it's like, there is an audience here again, there's the hero, there's what they want, and everyone else is all just supporting. Where like here, everyone gets to be the main character. Yeah. Everyone has a, I a mean, stake. For me, my, my definition is a little more loose. Um... Just because oftentimes an ensemble cast can be that there, there is a focus character. One could say the lead character, but everybody kind of gets there's there's a focus to the group of it. Oftentimes it's like family scenarios, like those family family comedies, and you get to see all the like different, Danny Ocean. Yeah, you get to see the um, how everybody interplays the the chemistry of the actors. Yeah. the the this. You can kind of get inference of their um, history, their history, their relationship, and that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, my it's it's a little more loose. Yeah. yeah, I have I have probably the most rigid out of all of us, just because for me, like I kind of feel like I don't know, like I feel like there is a sense of like when you do follow one main character, you're like, well, it's that kind of, that person's story. But I know that like sometimes, as we talked about earlier. Um, that sometimes you can have a stat cast and it's really great. But then even then, there's still one main character, right? So that still falls into it. I'm just more strict about it, but it's not like boring. Like, that's not an ensemble film. Like, it's like, there, there's a great ensemble sometimes, yeah. you know? So, yeah. I mean, um, like when we did the episode on Dune, you were you were mentioning like, yeah. I mean, that one stacked was cast. stacked. But Paul is... Paul is the main guy. You, like, you know, it's like you, Army of the Dead. Yeah. Or to me, it's kind of like, um, it's like, uh, to me, it's like the thing where it's like, you're following McCready. Like, you're, he's kind of the main guy. But you, you get to know all the other characters and you get to enjoy them too. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't going to talk about the thing because I feel like… You've talked it to death. Yeah, we've done an episode on it. You have it, on the, you have it on the table. The shotgun fell down multiple times. It's here. <laughs> it, it's because… It, it fell down once, but it's also because I feel like he knew I wasn't going to talk about him. He's like, <laughs> I'm going to be part of this whether you like it or not. But yeah, yeah the thing is fucking fantastic since it's an ensemble film. But I did want to talk about something like Army of the Dead. Mm-hmm. Is that Would you consider that an ensemble film? For me, it's a because it definitely follows Batista. Yeah, exactly. To me, like if I feel like it, the main character, one character's, uh, like we're following their plight more than everyone else's, then I, I feel like that's not ensemble. Like gotcha. something like, uh, to me, like maybe Watchmen. 
is a little bit more like close to ensemble because like you're fo- you first figure out with Rorschach, but then you stay with Doctor Mahan sometimes. Sometimes yeah. you stay with Night Howl sometimes, and like I cool, everyone you know everyone could be a main character, and at the end of it all, like everyone has like their perspective and point of view, and like you don't feel like there was one particular hero that had to have plot armor to survive to the very end of the movie. Um, that's just how I feel um, typically, um, but that would literally blacklist of yeah, yeah, crap yeah, yeah. to the movies. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. yeah, it couldn't be. I mean, oftentimes heist movies are considered ensemble movies. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um, so that being said, let's name off some of our favorites. Um, we'll go five if we can make it that far. Um, and we won't go in a row. We'll just do one, one, one. So who wants Should to pop- this be different from the ones we say at the end that we wish more people talked about? Yeah, I'd say okay. that. I'd so say I'll that. save those for the end. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Like yeah, two or three yeah, at the end. Yeah, what do you think? Yeah, yeah. Somewhere in there. Two to you're three. You're doing it for me. You're, whatever you're doing, you're doing it for me. Okay. It's good. I yeah, like it. I like gotcha. it so gotcha, much. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. It gets me going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah? So you, you want to go first? Yeah, what do you think, Corey? What are yours? Oh, shit. Yeah, I was gonna, that's I was all like, I was like, yeah, go. I was asking a question because I'm getting my list uh, organized. <laughs> no. uh, I'll start I'll start it off. So just start off with one or go yeah. all five? One. Just one and then we'll go around. Uh, you, I'll, go, you, I'll go with one of my favorites. Because what's going to happen is you're going to take five Josh's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, this, this one I'll go, right? I'll, I'll go. Uh, one of my favorite ensemble movies, like a warm blanket for me, is Royal Tenenbaums. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wes Anderson film. It's my favorite Wes Anderson film. I understand it's not a lot of people's favorites, uh, but it is mine. Um, Everyone gets a moment to shine because while it is kind of, it's narrated by uh, a narrator, an, an existential voice. And uh, it's kind of the story of Royal, mm-hmm. but it doesn't follow him the whole time, right? It's kind of about his his impact on his whole family. So we do get to spend equal time with all these characters and kind of what him raising them has done to them, like mentally. Um, and we get different tangents of storylines, like with the brother and sister and, or with, um, you know, his wife who's now dating again and he's trying to like put himself back in the, into the family. Uh, I, I just think it's, it's a very impressive flex of taking a very convoluted story, but making it very coherent. Uh, and I, it's one of the better ones I've seen because you do, you sometimes with these ensemble movies, uh, and I won't say all the time, just sometimes, you can always feel like, oh, I wish I got more of, or I wish I got more of this person, or I wish I got more of this person, or I wish this person had more screen time. Uh, but with Royal, I always feel like everyone gets their arc, at whether you know it turns out good or bad for them. Uh, you feel equally for all the characters. I'm not going to go into too many spoilers on this, but there's some intense stuff that happens in Royal Tenenbaums. Um, and it's it's not unwarranted, but it does surprise you. Makes sense character-wise. Uh, but if you didn't have the time to spend with that character that you did, I think it could have been a huge misstep uh, uh, narratively, um, story-wise. But yeah, it's just, I think it's really well-crafted. Obviously, uh, I'm, I'm a Wes Anderson shill, so uh, I have that bias going for me as well. But um, yeah, well-acted, well-written, and, and really everyone just gets that, gets to shine in it. Every single character shines, no matter how big or how small their part is. Nice. Josh? Um... I'm going to go with one that's near and dear to my heart as well. Tombstone. Mm. Uh, I dig that uh, the kind of the main characters all get a get a chance at what I'll call it like kind of a badass moment. Yeah. Where you're like, oh, yeah, this is their badass moment. Oh, yeah. And it's I just, mean, it definitely follows Wyatt. Yeah, of course. But 
everyone gets their their time to shine. Yeah, it's a it's the movie's a group effort. It's not hanging on one person's shoulders. I mean, so a lot of it is Val. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, if anything, it's a lot of yeah, wider. But then like yeah, Doc Holliday definitely is just like he kind of just shines so brightly because he's such yeah. a like a great performance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I got it. We got to give shout out to Kurt Russell because the director just left halfway through production and Kurt took it over. And got got Kurt Russell. That. Yeah, that's why I didn't win an Academy Award. So really, it is on his shoulders. <laughs> it is. It is on his shoulders. Actually, it is because they had to delay production so long that it didn't make the cut. Oh, that's why. It, I mean, so by hey, extension, it. it is. Maybe it's not even um, really a movie. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's not because you know Kurt Russell. Had to, I'm kidding. Oh God! <laughs> Shout out to Kurt Russell. No, Kurt uh, Russell. But that's on my list know. as well. Uh, there's something about Tombstone where all the characters um, are so defined, which is wonderful. You get to see that brevity between the actual brothers and Doc Holliday by extension being like their their third each of their third brother, right? Yeah. The, four, the fourth it's brother. It's that friend group. like I'm just gonna like, it's like that 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 friends group that uh, you know, you got yeah. me, my friends group was like it was four guys and we were just and you guys were shooting people? We were shooting people. <laughs> we, we, yeah. we were at the, the all had okay mustaches. Yeah. Yeah. But like Doc being like, if you guys are going, I'm going. Yeah. Like there's no question about it. Like you look sick as hell. He's like, I don't care. If yeah. you guys are going, I'm going, I'm going, with going. you. Yeah. I, um but I, I mean, growing up, my my dad loved two kinds of movies: Bond movies and westerns. And westerns. Yeah, so and this so, is kind of both. Yeah, and like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so this was this was watched often, and I just I've always when I've walked away from watching, I've just been like, that's a good fucking movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. even just, even the small parts are stacked. Like yeah. you have uh, Michael Biehn, who is uh, Johnny Ringo. Uh, you got Powers Booth. He's John uh, John John Connor. You have uh, oh my oh what's his name from Don't Breathe? Uh, Stephen Lang. Stephen Lang is in it. Uh, you have uh, help me again from Sideways. Uh, Sandman. Uh, oh uh, Tom, uh, Thomas Thomas Hayden Church Church yes yeah uh, is is and these are all these bit parts but they all stand out and so I, well and then uh, my loose interpretation of ensemble they're a part of the ensemble and yeah. they and they provide so much I mean not to play too hard on the nose, but they, they provide so much character mm-hmm. to the film as a whole. Those could have been such like, forgettable characters. Oh, because yeah. they're characters. The nose, got it. Yeah, but they could have, <laughs> all of those little things that I mentioned, I can picture every scene they're in, even though uh, Thomas Hayden Church, I think is only like two scenes, and the big one is the the shootout. Yeah. But he's so memorable in it. Like, it's it's impressive to take yeah. such a little bit of information. I keep thinking of Kurt Russell's, no, no. Yeah. No. Yeah, I'm just like. <laughs> oh, how about how about fucking Doc Holliday just. Oh, yeah. Oh, when I was Going a kid, off. I just wanted to be. Uh, just, oh, I'm him him doing the little the little flippy Johnny thing Ringo. with the cup. Yeah. Just with the cup. It's like, and oh, making man. everybody laugh. And yeah. Seems odd. John. Val Kilmer. Mr. Man. Ringo, he is an educated man. Anyway, continue. Uh, so for me, the first one I'm going to pick. I, so there's plenty that I'm Power like. Power Rangers. No, I'm just kidding. The first one I was going to pick. The, the one I wanted to say at first, I was like, oh, that's a really, really good one. But the one that actually was really close to my heart in a weird way. And I think it's so, I remember like hearing about it when I was a kid. I feeling it was so played out. And everyone was just like, so, it was such like, ugh, everyone talks about it. But this is my, this is one I want to pick first is uh, Breakfast Club. Oh, oh yeah. okay. Um, it's on my list. And I, 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 I remember as a kid, I did not really care for it. And then watching it as I got older and being like, this movie isn't really about much. And I really enjoy that. Where like the stakes of the world are not there. And it's a Saturday of detention. And you got all these characters who are just like, shouldn't be in the same place. But here they are. And really what you're watching is the like, the human to human like 
opening up to each other. And I really just enjoy that aspect of this film. And I think it works so well just with my Ringwald and uh, Michael Anthony Hall. Anthony uh-huh. Michael Hall. Um, Anthony Michael Hall. Yeah. And uh, es- uh, Emilio Estevez. Like everyone. Evil dies tonight. <laughs> <laughs> evil dies that part in the movie when yeah. he's just like, yeah. evil dies tonight. tonight. And it's like, you're a nerd. <laughs> but um, no, I just, I've always loved the idea. Emilio of, Esteves. Yeah. Esteves. Yeah, um, Steves. Of seeming, I mean, I say seemingly different because at the at the core we can all find some sort of common ground. But I I love the idea of these people that are so dif- different coming together and and, and like o- like you said, opening up. But like th- this is like the like you know so the way you write a log line for a movie is kind of like you have to write character, place, stakes, what happens if they don't right. So it's like man uh, in in Seattle must drive a car or else his dog dies right. Like that's how you write a log line. What do you write for breakfast? Kids uh, gotta uh, get to know each other, or else they <laughs> don't. Or else they don't. <laughs> like how? Or else know? they don't know each other. You know, like so. Like, it's, it's, wouldn't it be like if they are to survive their Saturday detention? Yeah, but it's like no one's gonna die, right? And so, like, that, you don't know. That's the cool thing that I love about the movie. Like, there's there's absolutely no stakes, right? But like, you're you're just here to learn about characters, and you're and like, and so there's always that thing of like. Watch a movie for its plot. Watch a show for its characters. But that this movie has so much character in it that you're just kind of like, I want to be with these people. And, like, I could hate some of them. And some of them are terrible. Like, I don't like these things. But, like, Buzz is fucking terrible half the time. But, like, he has redeeming qualities. Bender? Bender. 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 Yeah. Uh, I was going to say Biff. But I was yeah. like, the Biff, Buzz, Bender, those names. The trifecta of the B name. No, Dad. <laughs> what about you? <laughs> um, But, like, those kind of things. It's just, like, you you watch it and you really just kind of enjoy seeing how different people respond to different other people. So like, okay, cool. Let's put the uh, the nerd with the jock. All right, let's put the nerd with the, the bad boy. Let's put, you know, like, so you get to see like how those interactions get to happen. Just like what Josh was saying, like you get, to, you get to infer history. You get to infer like what buttons are being pressed against them. Um, and I, I just, I think that movie has a really good sense for people to be like, how do you get people to care about characters without having to do origin stories for each right. person. You just do it within their actions and how they're dressed and also how they respond to each other. So you get, you get a whole vibe. Did anyone else here ever try to make that sandwich? Um, Captain think, Crunch with like the sugar stick I, and I for sure I forgot think, about that until just now and I'm like I 100% did. It's, it's a nice I mean it doesn't <laughs> taste great but the texture is kind of cool. It's like that same feeling when you bite into like a BLT and it's like the soft bread but you get the crunchy bacon and stuff. Same kind of concept, Crunchy but it's just lettuce and, just Captain Crunch and sugar. I definitely had to shoot the. Oh man, I've done it with peanut butter. It's really good. Peanut it, butter and Captain Crunch. In school, we definitely like one of the assignments you always had to do is recreate a scene, and it was definitely in the Breakfast Club scene. And I, I definitely played <laughs> Bender, um, and then uh, the the other producer he he played. Uh, Emilio Estevez's character because he was a jock and so stiffs stiffs. Um, so uh, yeah, it, it's it's a movie that I, I I found myself like yeah, that's like one of my favorite ensemble films. I would say um, just because again, it's not so steeped in like high peril. I just love in the '80s like detention is like this like huge well, I, affair, I, long yeah. whole day. I had detention a couple of times. And it was just like, but was boy. it Saturday detention? We didn't have Saturday detention. It was just stay this is a whole other level, bro. This is Saturday detention. <laughs> yeah, you, Josh, you weren't fucked up. This is up. between regular detention and suspension. You're here. Yeah, Saturday. You're, this is, this is, you're here. This is super detention. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for the planet detention. <laughs> this is detention. Ball Z. <laughs> no. Uh, so, um, but also, I, I, I have a big soft spot for um, coming of age stories. 
I have a big soft spot because I feel yeah. like they have no like a lot of people aren't really interested in them anymore. Like they're everyone's just like, oh, I want to see a hero. It's almost like they didn't. I don't want to say played out, but kind of there. There's a lot of coming to age stories. I th- yeah, but there's some movies. there's some part of me that I love. I love suburbia and like how just nothing happens. But like the most important things that happen to people are like how they grow with each other. Like yeah, but then you don't get that with like you know I have to save the world. So <laughs> um, next score. A League of Their Own. Ah, no yes! crying in baseball. A League of Their Own is up there. Another like blanket of a movie. Uh, just comfy, feel goody, well acted by everybody. But it's a huge ensemble. Like yeah. every character is defined. And I know again we follow mainly the sisters, but uh, I mean you've got Madonna, Rosie O'Donnell, Tom Hanks. Like it's it's stacked. Yeah, Jim Jim Belushi. That was my first experience with Tom Hanks. Right. No, John Lovitz. Yeah. Okay. John so the first time I saw okay. Tom Hanks, I was like, oh, he's this bumbling drunk asshole. And then everyone's like, no, oh. crying. <laughs> because, well, the first thing is like the one I think we see him in. Right? He watches he's for like he's a minute in a funeral, half. right? He's yeah. <laughs> just like that. I'm like, oh, that's Tom Hanks. And I especially t- like the part where you scratched your crotch for 20 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> my uh, my bio dad loves baseball. And so we watched a lot of baseball movies. And nice. the League of Their Own was. This was, was one was, my bio dad. Yeah. 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 Shout out to Jolie. Show so, one. so one dad, Westerns and Bond, bio dad, baseball, and uh, probably war movies. So that's what needs to happen. Because he's making a Navy, war movie so. about baseball. That's what it is. Well, this is. This is. I was just going to say. <laughs> this, this is, this this is a wartime is. movie about baseball. The reason why it exists yeah, is because yeah. of war. <laughs> also about like death ball. <laughs> yeah, I get you. Uh, but it's just, it's it's really wonderful. And to know it's like based on a true story. Obviously, it's exaggerated uh, mm-hmm. a, a lot. But um I think it's really well acted. The, the turn where uh, Kip uh, goes to the di- diverts to the other team. Also, shout out because I loved Free Willy and she was the the whale trainer oh in Free God, Willy. Free Willy. She that's her, the, the younger sister. Yeah. Um, but I, I just uh, I think it's a, a fantastic movie. It's a really feel goody movie. Everyone gets a moment. Everyone shines. Um, and getting to see the the casting that they did uh, for the older versions of these characters at the end of the film is like. Shout out to casting because yeah. can spot on. Uh, good on you because even before they talked, it's different act. They didn't do any like makeup stuff, but you could tell who they were supposed to be before they even were like, "Is that you?" Yeah. Uh, so I, I I think that's very impressive, and I think even the bit parts like John Lovitz uh, oh recruiting God, to them, Lovitz. recruiting them, and like just being John Lovitz for yeah. for a solid two and a half minutes <laughs> is uh, is a treat always. It's interesting to watch. Like we've. Uh, covered or will be covering old, a few older movies and you see actors come on screen and you're like, that that guy. Yeah. Oh my gosh. He used to watch him in so many things and you're like, John Lovitz, man. There's also the the uh, shy the shy girl um, who ends up singing the <laughs> the like love song oh, super yeah. drunk. She's from That Darn Cat. Mm-hmm. Oh, my uh, oh my god. She's the butcher yeah. from That Darn Cat. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. You're welcome for that. <laughs> That's what I always think of when I see her. Uh, but her, that probably is my favorite mo- moment in that movie, is her just like passionately singing this love to- song to this nerdy glasses guy who she falls deeply in love with. Uh, anyway, I-, I think League of Their Own, if you haven't watched it, please do yourself a favor and put it on today because as far as an ensemble cast goes, it's, it's a great one. Josh? I'm going to go way left field. Okay. Mean Girls. Okay. Yeah, all right. I, I, it's a movie that, like, I don't remember exactly my experience. Oh, okay. So it was 2004, so I graduated from high school. You're just all about Tina Fey. That's what we don't know. 
<laughs> I do like Tina Fey. I like Tina uh, Fey. I think she's very funny. Rachel McAdams. And Rachel McAdams is, is in it. My uh, wife. Shout just, out to my real wife. She knows. Uh, Your wife. My wife. <laughs> There's just so many quotable moments in it. And it's just my birthday's in it. Your birthday's in it. Uh, that's the only reason. It. Tim Meadows is fucking great. Um, just it's just so much fun to watch. And yeah. even today, all Lizzie I'll Kaplan also. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Um, you go? Oh no, that's that's another person. <laughs> um yeah, there's just a lot. There's just a lot of like there's it's just it's a fun movie to watch. I'm not I don't really need to take any like real No. There's message in it, but it not really like I'm well, just I mean, like this so is many- an enjoyable experience, but all the characters provide there- this awesome experience of just the the friends groups and the different kinds of people that you might have run into. If it's not in the Criterion Collection, I, I, it should be just because. <laughs> look, there's so many, I, and the Criterion Collection I feel like is based off like what's culturally been like stood Relevant, the test of time. And yeah, and like you know, two Asian girls fighting over the gym coach. You can't sit with us on Wednesdays. We wear pink. On like all this, all these iconic things that stop happen. making fetch trying to yeah, make fetch the thing. thing. Like oh, they they made out with a hot dog that happened once. You know these like the slam book. You know all these things happened. Um, you know it's like oh, I'm eating these. You know describing the different kinds of people that sit at the different tables. Yeah, yeah. And, like and it's like there's yeah. a what is that sixty percent chance it's gonna rain. Like those kind of things like all happen. It's like oh. So you, you agree. You think you're really pretty. Like those yeah. things like have become part of the cultural lexicon of conversation. So it, it's, it is an iconic movie. So I don't think there's a reason to uh, talk down to it at all. Well, um, I, just take my wallet out. <laughs> I just realized for I was those, close to For you. those listening, Corey, Corey was just basically laying on my shoulder. <laughs> yeah. Corey, Corey just licked Josh's butthole. It uh-huh. was all nice. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like he was staring into a worm. Yeah. I'm speechless. <laughs> um, <laughs> Stop. What's the name? Shai Halud? Yeah. Shai Show him your Shai Halud. Oh. <laughs> well, is there a Chris knife in there? Uh, <laughs> anyway, Mean Girls. <laughs> anyway, Mean Girls. Yeah, mean girls. I agree with you on that one. Uh, it's a lot of fun to watch. And uh, just, it, it's a movie that even almost 20, wow, almost 20 years later, it's like, yeah, I could pop that in and watch it again. Amanda Seyfried as well. Amanda Seyfried. Uh, and Lacey Chaber. I have ESPN. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's, she's a babe. Everyone's a babe in there. Yeah. Everyone's a babe. Even, even Tim Meadows. Uh, babe. Amy Poehler. T- Tim Meadows was is the, the principal. The principal. Oh, I love him. Yeah. I love him so much. <laughs> he broke his arm before filming. They went, I oh, just put it in. Yeah. Um, wh- so mine, if I can go next. Yes. Uh, this will be number no. two. Uh, no, I'm going to go next. Okay. <laughs> um, mine's going to be Sin City. Right? Oh, I, Robert, I almost said it earlier. I saw you. I, was like, I, saw you. I was like, don't, 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 don't do it to me. Um, is, yeah. Uh, Frank Miller's Robert Rodriguez, Sin City. Um, and I think it's so interesting how this falls into a really well ensemble film because it starts out with Bruce Willis's character and then you don't see him for another hour and then you play with Mickey Rourke's character and then you go in with um, Clive Owen's character and you're like, are we, are we never, are we bit. never, yeah, but it's like, are we never going to get him back? His story is definitely the biggest in the films, uh, in the film, but like getting to play, I, like, uh, Bruce Willis's character. Like he, he's the bookend. Oh um, yeah. But like, you start, I say Mickey Rourke's is the most memorable though. He to he to when I was a kid, my mitts. <laughs> oh, my mitts. It's like I got all the tools I need. Um, but like uh no, I absolutely love that movie. I remember as a kid, it just absolutely captivated me. And it like took me into another place where I yeah. didn't know movies could be made this way. And you know, they they um 
they go in and they highlight certain things of certain characters so that those are the most important things like uh, his bandages like or bandage, like Kevin's glasses or the lipstick on someone yeah. or their blonde hair or sneakers yeah like or it's like Clive Owen's red shoes red, right? red converse yeah and then or Rosario, Rosario Dawson's uh, like whole outfit Oh, and he puts the guy in the toilet and the piss yeah. is like color. It's a color. slightly colored. Yeah. Slightly colored. Um, Benicio Del Toro. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. And then like, you know, Yellow Bastard in there. So it's like, it, like I, I think there's so Most many- brutal on-screen uh, death in You can't opinion. even lift that cannon. Sure I can. Bam! Yeah. So good. Um, I, I, I absolutely just, I love that film. I think there is uh, not enough conversation around that for sure. It's not going to be the one that I'll talk about at the end. But like, I, I think there was just something where at that point where they're like comic book adaptations, Frank Miller was so hot at that point. I think it, the second one kind of derailed the, no, the legacy spirit of it. derailed it. Spirit derailed they it. They did the spirit in the same way and then everyone's like, this sucks. Yeah. And then they did, yeah, Queen of the Dan. City 2. Yeah, Queen of the Dan or whatever the hell. Or, yeah, something like that and and then it just died. Even though they have Eva Green who's, uh... Eva Green. Uh, Eva Green. That's how she says it. Is, 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 uh... Like Evergreen. Yeah, she's, 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 she 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 could be in a whole movie by herself. Anyways, but uh, no, Sin City. Tim Burton Bay, for sure. Yeah, is she is she a Tim? She's Burton? in a lot of Tim Burton stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was gonna say, but yeah, uh, you know, Sin City. I absolutely love that. That's like one of my actual like favorite movies. Definitely in, like a top somewhere, top twenty maybe. Yeah, uh, Corey. Okay, I was right. Um, I have two. I'm choosing between. Uh, for me, more important one, Family Stone. Oh. Family Stone is uh, Rachel is, McAdams. Is I was writing there. my notes. I was like, Corey's totally gonna do Tori's Stone. Tori. Tori's totally. Tori's. Tori's totally. Hi, I'm Tori. Welcome <laughs> to Nerve Up and uh, So yeah, Family Stone for me is uh, another one of those. Everyone gets a moment. Everyone shines in this. Uh, but it's got so much heart. It's it's the movie I fell in love with Rachel McAdams, and I was like, oh, I, something about a, a a girl in pajamas. I'm just like. Mm. I'm in it. With gray sweatpants. Uh, but like, it's a powerhouse cast. I mean, Diane Keaton's phenomenal. Luke Wilson's fantastic. Sarah Jessica Parker. Uh, Mulrooney. Dermot? Mulrooney. Oh, McDermott? No, it's Dermot Mulrooney, I think. Anyway, <laughs> everyone's great in this. Everyone stands out. Uh, and it's, 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 def- it's in my lineup of Christmas movies every single year. It's like the one I need to watch, really. It's Dermot Mulroney. Thank you. Yeah. I was close. Yeah, you're close. Very uh, close. And Claire Danes. Mm-hmm. Claire Danes, well. Craig T. Nelson, Luke Wilson. Yeah. Uh, and I think, you know, having... I really resonated with that at the time. Uh, I think I was like... What what year was that? 15, maybe? That's that was 2005. So I was 16. I was 16. Uh, <laughs> I, I loved the... I mean, it's probably cliche as fuck now in 2021. But the letting your freak flag fly, like I loved that. I thought that was such a wonderful, like, of course, delivered by Luke Wilson. It makes everything sound super fucking cool because he's just super fucking cool. This is a, this is the second uh, Luke Wilson movie I've said today, by the way, yeah. Ensemble Cast. But um, so yeah, we're just doing Luke Wilson. I was R-S. Luke Wilson R Us. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just I I feel like you know I, we've all been, or at least me, I've I've been kind of every aspect of that character depending on what piece of family I'm with, right? I'm either the one who's super neurotic about things and I feel like I'm I'm stepping on people's toes or I'm way too chill and I'm not helping anybody. I'm very <laughs> glad that he's coming to talk about it now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, or or I, I'm... Uh, anyway, so it, it, it's just... It's a lovely movie. Everyone's really fantastic in it. And, um, 
you know, again, it takes that, it takes another heavier turn, no spoilers here, but it's really earned. It's really well done. It's not like shoved in your face either. Um, and it's just lived in. I, I just, I really, really love, I, I know it's kind of got a little bow ending, but like it's a Christmas movie also. So like, that's what you need at that time of year. Uh, I, I will, I will sing the songs of Family Stone for the rest of my life. I think it's a great film. Josh? Uh, a movie that is incredibly near and dear to my heart, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Yeah. Uh, I had in my notes, uh, Monty Python. I went, yeah, Josh is going to do that. <laughs> uh, you guys' picks are very interesting. Yeah. Because I feel like I'm looking at like, I can't believe they haven't said that yet. So well, this, is, I mean, this is fun. This is fun. Yeah. I mean, growing up, I... It's one I, I have written down. They're like, Tom's going to do this. I, I talked about this in our Monty Python episode, but... You know, I started with Monty Python and... Uh, I'll die with Monty Python. <laughs> uh, with their meaning of life. And then this was the next one. Most of the time, people start with this one. It's like... And the Holy Grail? People, they've only ever heard of this one. Right. Um, no Life of Brian or... No or, Life of Brian. I was Life of Brian first, and then yeah. everyone was all Holy Which Grail. Which completely surprised me. But anyway, uh, Monty Python is... And the Holy Grail is one that I had... the When the... The special edition came out that was like multi-disc. I bought it. And like, it's one that's always been near and dear to my heart in terms of like the type of comedy that, uh, like my sense of humor. Um, I just love Monty Python. I love, it's it's pretty much quotable back to front. There's so many one-liners that just make me just, <laughs> it's not always like the the guffawing, but it's just like. Yeah. <laughs> Makes you go what? A shrubbery. That's one of the ones that makes you go fucking shrubbery. It's just get another shrubbery right here. We'll get some fencing. It's just I'll say random shit, and I'm so glad that Bonnie, my wife, like she she understands like that. Yeah, that's fucking silly, but it's funny because it is silly and random. You gotta have those little things with someone at least. Someone has to get you. Like my sister and I, anytime we call each other, we go, "Hey, brother," or "Hey, sister." Um, So yeah, it's uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Good choice, solid choice. My my top three. So this is gonna be the first one that is almost a bend of my very rigid idea, but also I'm very surprised that none of you guys picked it. The Mummy. The Mummy. Mm. The Mummy, I think, is okay. like, it starts off with Imhotep. It doesn't it, count. It's not on your rule. So I, The only reason it kind of almost breaks is that because Rick O'Connell takes control of the narrative around the middle part. But so far, you kind of like, do I side with Imhotep? Do I side with Evie? Do I side with Rick O'Connell? And then they all just kind of play together. And then like, yeah. you know, um, I forget his Always name. Always side with Rachel Weiss. Oh, of course. Um, and then Jonathan comes in, Rachel, and then and Rachel then Weiss. and then the Majay come in, and then it's like, yeah, you got all these elements and all these people are playing. You together. called the Magi the Majay. I did call them a J. Okay. But the Magi. Uh, they come in and then, you know, you got all the Americans. All of a sudden, MJ shows up and he's like dunking on folks. <laughs> yeah. And also the other MJ shows up. He's moonwalking across the sand. It's crazy. And then the other MBJ comes in. and, <laughs> then, and uh, he's Michael like, B. Jordan. He's like, I don't know. I just got told to be here. Um, but no, I, 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 the mummy. Come on, man. The mummy. Come on, man. Come on. Uh, it's so good. It's like there was this thing on the internet that's like, the name a perfect movie and then it's like the mummy and then like to me the idea of a perfect movie is not my favorite movie but i understand of like everyone gets a part there's strong female characters there's there's comedy there's action there's horror there's and, adventure there's a new world and well and, i mean i'm thinking about it too like retrospectively like you have obviously yes you have two characters that are really really the focus but everybody gets something yeah you you 
Yeah. Everyone gets to play. And yeah. I think Corey talked about it a lot. In and the, you get to remember all those characters. Like, without Jonathan, we wouldn't get the key. Without Evie, the, the curse wouldn't happen. Without O'Connell, he wouldn't find all the ways of transport. Without the MJ. <laughs> now it's going to be the MJ now. The MJ. <laughs> the MJs. Um, but no, um, I, I feel like that movie has so much. And also it has like stakes where it's not like, obviously it is world ending. But like people die. And like, it's not like, it's sad when people die, especially the characters that you like die versus characters you don't care about. Like, oh, that sucks, but I mean, fuck that guy. But then, like, when the characters that you do like, it's like, oh, he was kind of a good guy. Oh, shit. And Hi, then, Benny. You well, know? you still kind of feel bad. But, like, there's one particular death that I'm like, I didn't like him, but damn. The guy who's running away, who's ah! in the hallway. <laughs> the bugs. Yeah, the bugs. I just went, Oh, that guy. That <laughs> went into his brain. I, I loved him. <laughs> Tom always quotes that. Yeah, very good time. A very good time. Oh man. Um, but no, yeah, the Mummy I think is actually like one of the best movies in a, such a weird way that like it hasn't been crowned as such, and they they're gonna try to remake it as much as they can, but they need to. They, they, they you just you just need to do, just redo that if you want to. Yeah, I think do do it one that takes place after the second one now and get Brendan Fraser. And to Rachel come back Weiss. to come back as themselves as their characters, maybe passing the torch. Anyway, uh, I, I was just thinking for the, like the because normally we do three and three, like three and three. We don't normally do five and five. Is that- well, it was it was like five and three, but um, we could do one more, and then we could yeah. do the next two. Will be our our recommendations. So, uh, this movie does have Majay in it. Uh, Space Jam, <laughs> Space Jam one, a hundred percent. Growing up was one of my favorite. I would call it an ensemble film. Because you get equal times with Michael Jordan, uh, you get equal time with the uh, Looney Tunes and even the uh, Monstars. Yeah. Uh, so I, I just and Bill Murray. It's it's fun. Obviously, like it. Looking back on it, it's not a great movie by any means. It's got a lot of heart. But we, how dare you? But we sir. know the writer, so it's really good. It is. <laughs> it, 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 I mean, like to be honest, it, it. The thing I like about it, and I wasn't on the second Space Jam episode, but my issue with the second one is that it. It took itself more seriously than I thought it should. And the first Space Jam kind of knows what it is. It's a kid's movie with a superstar in it about Looney Tunes playing basketball. And it's selling toys. It's cool as hell. And it's yeah. fun. And they 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 get it. Um you know, they pull out all the classic Looney Tunes stops. If anything, it's actually just like a really good commercial. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, th- and not saying that commercials can't be, you know, narrative and speaking, like you have 1984 with you know yeah. Apple, like which blew everyone away. But like there's a commercialism in the original one that's like just good versus like the commercialism of the sequel. But it's like that's the like, wink at the camera. They're like, we know what this is. Yeah. Versus this you know? one where it's like, we're not going to wink at the camera. It's like, well, well, why? Yeah, you should. You should <laughs> wink at the why? camera a little bit. You know what's happening uh, right now. But yeah, I think I think Space Jam is great. Every Looney Tune gets their moment also, uh, which I which I love. And I got to like give a shout out for me trying this when I was younger. Like I tried to stretch your arms, stretch my arms like drink water and tell myself I was like this is super hydrating I'm gonna play so much better now I no I thought you were gonna say you tried to go to the Looney Tunes I tried to go through a, a, a golf, golf course <laughs> I tried to I tried to play golf they also have Wayne Knight Newman in there who's just like so dedicated so dedicated digging that hole I don't know anyway Space oh, Jam yeah. 1 is one of my that's favorite ensemble yeah that's good friend. and he shows up yeah that's oh. a good friend yeah that's a good friend Josh your last one yes I I wasn't prepped but it was on my list and I was like yeah that's a really saving private Ryan. Okay. Uh it is just in my opinion a stacked cast in terms of like there's a lot of there's a lot of actors in there that kind of fly under the radar most of the time, but 
and they don't often play like big leads, but it's just a great cast. Like Jeremy Davies, uh, Giovanni Ribisi. I've always loved him. Yeah, um, Michael Madsen, right? Yeah. Oh, I love. Uh, I mean, there are there are people that weren't big yet, mm-hmm. like Vin D- Diesel's in there. Mm-hmm. Um, Matt Damon wasn't. Big. Tom Hanks is one of my favorite actors, so uh, that was a that was a definite watch for me. I think this is the first movie that started the uh, secret Matt Damon genre of movies. Yeah. 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 There, there is a secret Matt Damon movie. So yeah. yeah. Um, but, I mean, it goes in the World War II movies, right? It's World War II? Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 Um, so, I mean, it's it's one that I watched a, a bunch growing up and because… There's no crying in World War II. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of crying. Oh, that's what I meant. <laughs> there's a lot of crying. Um, you said to say it. There's a lot of I mean, guts. I've… Our second I, Tom Hanks movie at the table as well. Yes, it is. Uh, yeah, Tom Hanks was like when I first started studying acting in um, in uh, like freshman year of high school. Like I started paying attention to who my favorite actors were, and Tom Hanks always came up for me just for his like ability to go from something like Big, and then later like different stuff, the kinds of movies that he did that I was just like, I love this man. Um, but this movie, I just I, it's sure, a, it's a beautifully sure, made sure. movie too. I, I do also just love the fact that like. When the movie came out, a lot of uh, veterans like couldn't watch the movie. Yeah, because it was just they captured especially it. those opening. Yeah, they just captured the sequences. So was it five minutes, three minutes? Mm-hmm. The, yeah, the Normandy. Yeah, um, it's not an easy watch. No, Tom. Um, so mine's also a war film, um, but I'm also surprised again. You guys haven't picked this. Tropic Thunder. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's on my list. Um, it's I, definitely on my list. To me, that's like, uh, again, it's uh, it makes fun of the industry and also every character. Like, you know, obviously Ben Stiller directed it. He produced it. And he's the, you know, face of the poster. But like, you don't get, you know, Robert Downey Jr. in there, Jack Black. That movie was get- my, uh, there was a time in my life where it was a little rough that I'd be like, I'm going to watch Tropic Thunder. It brings me up. It makes me laugh. It just... Oh, and it's, it's me in Fight Club in New York. And, uh, was it Steve Coogan? Yeah. Oh, Steve Coogan is I, a, is an underrated Tom gem. Cruise. Oh, Tom, oh, Tom Cruise. Bill Hader. Bill Hader. Matthew McConaughey. Everyone in there. I'm just like… Oh, Gets in the TiVo. Oh, so good. Also, we are framing Draken. It's just like… <laughs> Tom does that a lot. <laughs> it's so good. It, it's so dumb. But like… And that's the thing where it's like… Look, this movie is not meant to be taken serious. Everyone's made fun of. Everyone's made fun of. And then also all the pre-opening… Like, what is it? All the different trailers. Devil's Alleyway. The, with Tobey to- to- Maguire. Maguire and, and Robert Downey Jr. having a, like, uh, a love like affair. The, the purpose, like, Monks with a love affair. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, just, the, and, oh. the, and then also Bustin' Up Bar and Booty Juice or Booty Sweat. Al Pacino. Like, yeah. Like all Oh, of and it. it's… Uh, what's his name? Uh, it, it, from like League of Their… League, out of, she's out of your league. Um, uh, Jay uh, Broshaw. Jay Broshaw. Yeah. yeah. Like all… Yeah. It's like all of that stuff. It's like… Nick Nolte? Yeah. Oh, Danny McBride? Four, four, oh my god. I remember. Yeah. Four Leaf? It's like… Yeah. Get those guys into the, the forest. And then it's like… He's and fake. Real shit. And then he's like, got real hands. And it's like… What you doing playing with grenades? Sorry. Danny McBride… <laughs> yeah. Going off and doing the, the explosives is just the brilliant. Yeah. It's… Like, yeah, all that stuff is yeah. so great. And then… Um, yeah. Just all that. I just… Yeah. It's great. Um, so now we'll do our, our last part of the show where we're going to suggest some uh, ensemble films Three. that you guys may have not gotten into or we just think that should be talked about more. Um, to be perfectly honest, I'm not completely prepared. But I am. Good thing Josh is going I've first. I've made a list and I'm like, uh, I'm going to look through it. Oh, I'm going first? Good, good thing Josh is going first. All right, first. cool. I'll start. Baby Bird's got to fly. Baby Bird. Uh... A funny one that I like a lot. The Best Exotic Marigold Hotel. Mm. Um, 
I don't often hear this this come up. Period. Talk about but, it a little bit. Sell it. Sell me. Uh, basically, it is a, a bunch of retirees have kind of like a home in in India. Uh, let me get this the cast because it is quite stacked. Mm-hmm. Um, you have Judy Dench, Bill Nye, Maggie Smith, Ooh. Tom Wilkinson. Ooh. Uh, God, I love Tom Wilkinson. Penelope Wilton. There. I mean, it's it's an amazing cast, but they're all kind of at this hotel. Cheap healthcare. Uh, it's a beautiful place to live. Um, but it's just, it's one of those that when Bonnie and I watch it, it's just like, it's a feel good movie. Yeah. There, there are some moments where you're like, oh, that's sad. That's super <laughs> this sad. Is, this is going to be real sad. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to gonna be real sad. But there's so many moments that each cast member gets to shine and they're all very different in terms of how they live their life, what they are. Some of them just don't give a shit. And they're just like, I'm old. I don't care. I'm gonna do what I want. And it just I I just think it's a it's a wonderful movie. Wonderful. Corey? Uh right out the gates, fish called Wanda. Mm. Uh I don't hear this talked about <laughs> it's enough. On my list and I was like, thank you for bringing that up. I don't think it's talked about enough. And it's a fa- phenomenal film. I let me make sure. I think uh talk to us about John it. Cleese wrote it. Yeah. John Cleese wrote it. Uh it's it's a comedy heist movie. Uh, it's what Kevin Klein won an Oscar for for being in this movie as supporting actor, uh, and it's just a bunch of crazy hijinks. He, uh, Kevin Klein plays this character named Otto, uh, and so um, Jamie Lee Curtis plays Wanda. John Cleese uh, plays a stuffy lawyer that they're basically trying to like swindle into this heist. Uh, Michael Palin is in it as well, who's mm-hmm. the gangster's right hand man. I watched it because I was obviously on a Monty Python kick, and I was like. I wanted to see, you know, when you get into something one person does, you're like, I want to see what else they've done. Oh, my God. And I saw Fish Call Wanda when I was, like, in my teens. It's and, so good. And it made me love Kevin Klein. He's another amazing mm-hmm. actor that's yeah. so funny. This is more grounded than Monty Python. Yes. By far. Definitely. Uh, John Cleese was always one of the more serious Pythons anyway. I mean, he would go bigger, but he had the more reserved uh, bit of comedy in- inside of that. Uh, so he wrote this. And, yeah, it's essentially, like, Wanda and Otto... And I forget Michael Palin's character, but he's in there too. He's got a stutter and he's the gangster's right hand. Are trying to swindle this lawyer uh, to pull up, pull off this heist. Uh, so so Jamie Lee Curtis is like trying to make him fall in love with her. And Otto is like running around trying to pull little uh, bits off. But he's also extremely jealous at the same time. And so, I don't know. It's a lot of fun. It's it's like an hour and a half uh, of, of just a really good time. And okay. I would highly recommend it. I think John Cleese also wrote another movie called something animals but this is the better of the two okay yeah it was like a sequel yeah with the same cast like it had everyone Kevin Klein yeah anyway I'm very glad everyone has feel good movies because mine's not Um, hell yeah this one I want to suggest Hurt Uh, Locker no (laughs) Uh, Josh you you talk we've talked about this Identity oh Um, yeah I absolutely love this film it is a psychological horror film Um, if I can uh, prattle off a little bit of information about it uh, Amanda Peet, John Cusack, Ray Liotta, so uh, Rebecca De Mornay, Prout Taylor Vince, um, are, are a few of them. Jake Busey. <laughs> Gary Busey. Um, uh, they're all in this vicious storm in a, in a hotel. And a serial killer at the same time is, um, oh, Alfred Molina's in this, <gasps> um, is trying to reveal Hello, uh, who the murderer is. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I, 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 just, I was like, what? Um, but what? Um, it's director James Mangold. Oh. Um, and uh, I absolutely, yeah. Thriller that man mystery, is gold. Yeah. Thriller mystery film. 
Um, and I, 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 I think it's not talked about enough, like in the pantheon of horror films, just to begin with, um, there's a lot of quote unquote creative deaths. There's, um, a really cool kind of like, if you know the, I think the film is actually inspired by, again, it's inspired by an Agatha Christie book. Um, yeah. And then there were none, which, uh, is uh, based off a lot of other names, but, and then there were none is the last name it got changed to, but I, gotcha. I, identity, I, and again, I'm going to check that out. When you. See, I what, love James Mangold. When you see what happens in the movie, you're like, that's why it's an ensemble film. Gotcha. But maybe it's not. Judge what? Um, what? I, th- <laughs> I, I think, I, I, yeah, no, I, I would consider this because they often do ensemble movies. Uh, Raising Arizona. Um, Cohen. It's a Cohen Brothers movie. They often have kind of a Cohen. strange group of people yeah. involved in this one plot. But I, I mean, obviously it focuses on Nicolas Cage's character in Holly Hunter um, mm-hmm. where they've essentially kidnapped a baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But you have... Like another Cohen one would be like, Oh Brother is an ensemble yeah. one. Uh, oh oh Brother, Brother, where art thou? It focuses on the three the three guys, but there's so many... There's a so many crazy characters that are surrounding mm-hmm. the... That it oh, wouldn't yeah. be the same story John Goodman without is the Cyclops, it. you know, yeah. like all that stuff. Um, but raising Arizona, I mean Nicholas K. I mean everybody's so funny. I love Holly Hunter, yeah. but I, I'm a Cohen brother. Chill. Yeah, I'm just like I'm surprised you didn't say Lebowski. To be honest, I. But the name is the him. <laughs> yeah, it I, is. But I, it is an ensemble. I started movie. when I was making my notes. I was like, oh, big. I mean, technically, it's like white court. It, it, it totally thing. is. Yeah, Talk, talked it to death. It totally yeah. is. But I've I've probably talked it to death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this is a this is kind of like a. I wish people talked about it. It's not a film to be taken too seriously, but it's. I, I've watched it a few times and I've had a lot of fun every time. Smoke and Aces. Oh, mm. Smoke and Aces is a ridiculous movie, but the cast is stacked. I always forget Chris Pine is in it until I start watching it again. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull up the cast list here real quick because it's just so. This is the Jeremy Piven one, right? Yeah, yeah. They're all trying to kill him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so it's got Jeremy Piven, Ryan Reynolds, Alicia Keys, yeah, Ben yeah. Affleck, Ray Liotta, Andy Garcia, Chris Pine, Taraji P. Henderson, uh, Henson. Tommy Flanagan. Is it Henderson I say? Or Sorry, Henson. Yeah. Excuse me. I'm I'm reading reading very quickly. Jason Bateman, uh, and uh, Common is in it. it doesn't got Vinnie Jones right? No? Kevin Durand no. is in it. Yeah, uh, that's, that's who it is. Wayne Newton is is in it. Uh, anyway, it, it it it's it's a lot of fun. Oh, is that? Yeah, Joel Edgerton is in it as well. <sighs> I love. Um. It's a lot of fun. It all takes place like in this, essentially in this one hotel. Um, and uh, it, I'm not going to, I think you should watch it. I think you, I'm not going to spoil anything for it. Uh, there's a lot of, a lot of uh, violence in it, but it, it's, it's great. Violence. It's, 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 it's Pressing a the violence button today. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a blast. And getting to see people like Alicia Keys in common get to come in and have fun. And again, against like Chris Pine and, and Ryan Reynolds is, is great in everything. So anyway, so my smoke and aces. So Check my, it out. So my second uh, recommendation will be uh, one that joins uh, the 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 um the Wes Anderson ah. uh, Darjeeling Limited. Yeah, I really like it because you stay with the three brothers, right? And so you have one Will uh, one Wilson, but not Luke Wilson. You have Owen Wilson, um, and you have uh, Adrian Brody, and then you have uh, Jason, Jason Schwartzman. Schwartzman. I always say like I was like it's it's the Schwartz or it's the Jason part. That I'm like I'm gonna mess up one of those, but yeah, you stick with the three brothers, and it's their journey. To go find their mom. Uh-huh. And uh, you're just sticking with them the entire time. So, like, 
you get to know each person. You could say which one you like the most, which is the cool one or like the one who like, oh, you know, overrides whatever what, you know the other one says or like the younger run. So like you get to have those moments Always, of like- I've been thinking. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, it's like, you can't wear sunglasses. That's He would hate that. It's like, you can't use a shaver. You would hate that. Yeah. It's like, he liked me the most. Like these kind of dumb things I love, but also um, Corey's favorite, um, I think matriarchal character. Angelica Houston. Um, yeah. yeah. I think you absolutely love her. I love Angelica Houston. So um, in everything. She can do no wrong. She's great. And I think there's something in that film that I think not a lot of people talk about in their own personal lives of like kind of accepting that your family's imperfect and uh, you know, not as sp- And loving that. Yeah. And not as not too much of a spoiler, but um we do carry a lot of baggage a lot of the times, and sometimes it's uh, a lot about um what we do with that baggage. Um, and, and, and having open conversations about that. And then also just kind of, you don't, I don't, I'm not saying you have to have this, uh, not saying that it's performative in the movie, but you don't have to have a performative cry moment in session with each other, but be open and cry about it in your own time and realize like where you are in life and what you need to do in order to actually like move past your childhood traumas. So, Did you watch that with us for the first time? Yeah. Wow, that's yeah. uh, for those of you who don't know. That's my wife's favorite yeah. Wes Anderson movie. And there's a little like you know, the, Wes Anderson was like, you know, man, fuck y'all. Post credit scene. I have a pre credit scene, bitch. Yeah. And then we're like, oh shit, Hotel shit, What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> Just like that. We're that's like, oh, what he shit. said. Yeah. Uh, Josh, <laughs> last the one? last one. Last one. And I don't know if I've been living under a rock, but yes. I feel like I don't hear people talk about this a lot. Red with Bruce oh. Willis. Oh. Yeah. No one does um, talk about that. Uh, I haven't I, seen. I it. don't think that it was a huge box office. I think it, box office hit, but it has a second one. Yeah, I think um, it's based off a a comic book. Yeah, yeah. Um, I loved it. It's one of those that is just it is what it is. It's an action movie with uh, we always. Bonnie it knows always, what it is. It knows what it is. It's sixty year old action stars. Some <laughs> is that even, with John Malkovich? It has John Malkovich. <laughs> it has Morgan Freeman. It has this I, man. He's money. I think it kind of. I could be wrong, but I think it starts the Helen Mirren. Helen Mirren is a badass kind of like series of movies where she's since then she's been a badass in a movie, whether oh, yeah. it's a spy and something or whatever, but she, she and Liam, Liam Neeson herself. Yeah. Um, and I have a crush on Mary Louise Parker. She's a Tony award winner. She's, she's just amazing. She was amazing in weeds, but it has probably one of the dopest shots I've ever seen in a movie. And it's when Bruce Willis is like, he's on a high speed car chase and he flips the car in a certain way and then steps out with the guns. It's You're just like, that is so stupid, but so cool that it just, and Carl Urban's in it. It's it's good. Yeah. I like, it's good, question mark. I like it. <laughs> it's fun. I, every time it's I like watch Smoke it. It's like Smoke and Aces. Yeah. I would not say Smoke and Aces is a great or good movie. It is yeah. just like, it's fun. Ridiculous and fun. And uh, yeah. 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 I get you. That's it's, weird. All the movies I picked are good. <laughs> I'm kidding. Cool. <laughs> hey, Corey, what's yours? <laughs> what's the third one? Uh, it better mine, be a good <laughs> Mine is called The Dream Team. Oh. It is, I think it's 1989, but it's around there. Uh, it has uh, Peter Boyle, Michael Keaton, Christopher Lloyd. Uh, and it is, uh, it's about four psychiatric patients whose therapist decides to take them into the city to see a baseball game when he accidentally witnesses a murder and is put into a coma. And so these four patients roam through New York looking for him together. Uh, Michael Keaton plays a guy with like anger issues. Peter Boyle uh, plays a stock exchange guy or a high businessman who lost his job and now thinks he's the second coming of Christ. 
Uh, Christopher Lloyd uh, is in my world. That's a stacked cast. That is a stacked cast. Uh, it's a wonderful movie. My wife hadn't seen it until this uh, um, quarantine times, and it's become one of her favorites. She's watched it three times since. Good. But it's got a lot oh, of heart. James Remar. It's got so much heart in it. The the Christopher Lloyd storyline is probably one of my favorites. But Michael Keaton's fantastic in this. Um, yeah, and just it, it's it's got some really zany hilarity stuff with with like Peter Boyle thinking he's the Peter second Boyle. coming of Jesus Christ, like literally, not just like thinks he's hot shit, but literally thinks he's the second coming of Christ. Uh, and then the uh, I can't remember the name of the fourth guy. In, in the patient group, but he can only speak in things he's heard on TV. So commercials or baseball games. So he's, he's Bumblebee in Transformers. Yeah, he's Bumblebee before Bumblebee. Okay. Uh, but it's a lot of fun, a lot of heart. Uh, what year was it? Are you looking at it? It's 1993. 1993. No, is it? No, I'm lied. I'm lied. Why are you lying? Uh, 1989. It is 89. Okay, cool. Um, I'm yeah, check that out. The Dream Team. It's it's It was shown to me by my dad, Jolie, uh, when Shout I was younger, and I've loved it ever since. I've been realizing how much I love. It's Michael a good Keaton. movie. <laughs> good. I'm good. I'm glad. I'm glad we got one. What's yours, Tom? <laughs> Give us another good movie. Oh, I win. Um, <laughs> I win. The Departed. Well, the thing is, like, I don't. I think it. I think it wasn't Pulp fiction. I think it wasn't that it wasn't talked about a lot. Um, but I think like we still need. <clears throat> we need movies like this that, um, kind of. I feel like people took the wrong lessons from this movie. I think people took um. A little, I, I feel bad for the man, but a little, um, what's his name? Who is Kevin Costner, I'm the white guy coach. Oh, yeah? yeah. Uh, and this movie came out in 1993. That's why I say 1993. Uh. And this movie's called Cool Runnings. Yeah. Um, Hell yes. I did win. Um, but like, it's, you know, you, you want to think about it. Like, there's not huge stars in this movie, but it's an ensemble. Yeah. And I think it's one where you think about it, where like, Everyone plays their part what they need to play. There is definitely the little bit more of a leader, the little bit brother, and the coach who has to like re- redeem himself. And it all just plays very well. They're the underdog team. Yeah. And it's about, a true story. Yeah. And it's, it's heart. It's got, again, it's got comedy. It brings you into a place where you're unfamiliar with, like, you know, like bobsledding. Yeah. Like, you know, unless you're actually in the sports world, you may not really find yourself thinking about or talking about it, but this brings you into it. And then also it brings yourself into, you know, like the storytelling is just there. Like, that's one of those things about, you know, writing and directing films where it's like you find the drama, you find the story and you make it something that's palatable for people to like it and love it. And sometimes you barely have to do that much at all other than make the characters pop off a yeah. little bit more. The story and, structure is pretty great too yeah. about a guy who is trying out for the Olympics uh, and it f- doesn't make it because some of someone else. Yeah. Doesn't make it because someone else. And then that person who he didn't make it because of becomes his teammate. Uh, along with the other guy that he tri- like, it's a wonderful little story structure where, yeah, I, I, I agree with you. That's another one Dana didn't hadn't seen until recently, and she was like bawling by the end of it. And too. also, I see pride, I see power, I see you a badass bad mother who don't, don't take, take no, no shit, shit from, from no one. one. You know what I mean? Like, hey Sanka, you dead? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. you know, like that stuff. Like, you got really iconic good shit in there, and then like, yeah, just John Candy. What? John it's not Candy. the heat; it's the humidity that'll yeah. really get you. Like there's so many great things. Oh well, he's got his he's got his classic John Candy moment too, where it's like I'm the funny guy, but like here, watch out, I'm gonna hit you with some heart. I'm gonna break your heart right yeah. now. Yeah, you're like, oh shit, punish me, not yeah. the guys. Oh, 
Yeah, it's a good one. So good. So good. I think we all listed some great movies that oh, you need I think, to check I think out. They're all good movies. Uh, everybody, <laughs> are they, Tom? everybody. No. You guys um, are the ones cheating on your own movies. Like it's not good. Well, just it smoking is. aces. Fish called Wanda is phenomenal. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's like, oh, it's not. Good. I'm like, what do you don't don't. What do you? Why would you? It's not, so it's this? not like groundbreaking. <laughs> like smoking aces. Because you've seen I it like before. it. Yeah. There you go. I like it, so it's good to you. Right. But the thing doesn't have to be good for you to love it. A thing can be what it is and you can still love it for what it is. Yeah. And there's listeners true. that, yeah. you know, re- uh, identify with your taste, identify with Corey's taste, identify with my taste. So like, exactly. It's if it's, if you like it, it's good. If, if you don't like it, then it could still potentially be good. Yeah. But Unless we're, it's we're, Justice League. Then we're just not going to recommend <laughs> it. It's just bad. <laughs> then it's Josh shit League. Wow. <laughs> yeah. uh, anyway, sing us out of here, Josh. That's an ensemble. No, it's <laughs> It is. Uh... <laughs> Uh, well, technically, the thing is, technically, it is. It, but Batman, it's Batman's story, so that really um, Zack Snyder's Justice League, however, it's very Batman's story. Yeah, it's very good. <laughs> Everybody at home, <laughs> what are your numbers. favorite ensemble movies? Muppet Treasure Island. Oh yeah, you didn't say it too bad. Yep. I just Doesn't did. Count. Part, it's not part of the episode. Doesn't count. I'm gonna, I'm no, gonna, it counts. I'm going to write it down. That's a good one. <laughs> uh, tell us yours. Reach out to us on social media or. Join that Discord that I was talking about earlier, nerdon.tv backslash Discord. There is a movies channel. And let us know. And if you're in the Discord channel, my rigidity, don't let that stop you. Any of your favorite movies that have more than no, one please. actor, just there are put so them in many there. ensemble yeah, movies. Just put like, them in there. I got overwhelmed when I did a Google search. I was like, oh. I see, okay. I see, I see. I, I, see. Okay. I went the other way. And I was like, that's not, that's not. <laughs> I was like, because that's what you do. I'm chopping myself at my ankles. I mean, I didn't yeah. even mention Lord of the Rings. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I can understand why you wouldn't. It's like coming to the table of like only if you came to the table and we're like Lord of the Rings, the, the thing, thing. <laughs> <laughs> Two Towers, Return of the King, my fifth movie. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, thank you so much for listening. Yeah, we appreciate fun. you. Um, wherever you're listening, wherever you're watching, if it's there, there, or there. Yeah, uh, stop by, That's rate and word. review us, share us with your friends and family. We will mention this in every episode because it is that important. It is how we grow. Um, Stop by and join that nerd on nation. Four quarters, baby. It's it's gets us strong, gets us healthy, gives us that nutrients. Yes, it's, it's a good, good for us. It's, it's good, good to for, ingest. It's good <laughs> to enjoy. Yeah, enjoy. No, uh, it does support us in um, creating this content as much as we do and trying to make it the best that we can for our audience. We love doing this and we love uh, being here at this table. Talking about the things that we get raging Speak for nerds. yourself. Also, can I, I'm going to be I'm going to, I'm going to just be very honest. Getting more four quarters or more, you know, if you could afford more to to support us show and give you give give you four more, hours. um, it would probably grant us a little bit more rest because yeah. in a soon at a certain point we would be allowed to like oh we can record on weekdays because we don't have to work day jobs. Uh huh. So we know. could do more things like we could. Um, we I would always- hey, just just, just day, no, no no day job. That, I'm gonna say there. Like, no day job. The, your day job is nerd on. Yeah, and we could stream more. Yeah, I'm we not could, gonna. I'm not gonna promise you guys, the listeners. We could do more. <laughs> we could do D and D. Well, the thing yeah. is, also, we wouldn't be like dead tired every time we were like on stream. It's like ah, oh, it's been a long week, baby. <laughs> Coming in like a noir. <laughs> Just Cigarettes and, and Venetian blinds. <laughs> smells like smells like, like cigarette smoke. It smells like dreams. Smells like smell like the. Sing us out. Yeah, <laughs> smells like rain. We uh we appreciate you all so much. If you are new to us, Ensemble. I'm sorry, but not at the same time. I hope you had a good time. Um, check out our website nerdon.tv. It has all of the information that I have just spewed out over the interwebs. Just it has all of that information. And one last time, 
Get 20% off and free shipping with the code NERDON over at manscaped.com. That's it. That's the episode. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you all. Take care of yourselves. You know the drill. As always, Nerd On! Ending broadcast.